What is up, young adults? Thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, follow us at YA underscore Power Bluff. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Houston Young Adults. This is Miriam. I'm super excited to be with you today. We are in December. We just jumped in this new month and I'm so grateful to have had another year in the favor of the Lord, in the blessing of the Lord that let me tell you is so real, so amazing you can enjoy it daily and i'm just so grateful for this year as it's coming to a close still in great expectation for this month and excited for the coming year to continue in his love to continue in his word to continue in his house it's the best thing ever so if you are not experienced that life what are you waiting for jump on board because that is the life that we have as children of god but i am confident that if you are a houston young adult you have been experiencing that ever like just grow and grow more as you have grown in him so today i'm gonna go right into it and i'm gonna read out of luke 6 6 uh this is jesus healing a man with a deformed hand and i'm just gonna read it says on another sabbath day a man with a deformed right hand was in the synagogue while jesus was teaching the teachers of religious law and Pharisees watched Jesus closely. If he healed the man's hand, they planned to accuse him of working on the Sabbath. But Jesus knew their thoughts. He said to the man with the deformed hand, Come and stand in front of everyone. So the man came forward. Then Jesus said to his critics, I have a question for you. Does the law permit good deeds on the Sabbath or is it a day for doing evil? Is it a day to save life or to destroy it? He looked around at them one by one and said to the man, hold out your hand. So the man held out his hand and it was restored. At this, the enemies of Jesus were wild with rage and began to discuss what to do with him. So you can find this again in Luke 6, 6 to the 11th. I haven't, this isn't a popular uh 
point of scripture. I don't think I ever heard anyone teach from this before. And, you know, what the Lord gave me from this was, first of all, what stood out to me was, you know, we really do serve a God of miracles and there's nothing impossible for God. And he cares for every detail in our lives, you know, so a deformed hand Jesus took notice of that deformed hand maybe that man was healthy maybe that man even had a family maybe he was even prosperous we don't know right or he could have just been lame and you know I don't know was like a homeless person we don't know what we do know is that he had a deformed right hand and he was in the synagogue while Jesus was teaching so obviously we know Jesus was going to heal him no matter what. But in the footnotes of my Bible, it talks about, it expands a little bit on this because it says that the religious leaders were so, you know, caught up in the religion, in that tradition that, you know, they had labeled healing as practicing medicine and to them you couldn't practice your profession on the sabbath which we we know that we 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 can relate to that right you know being off on the sabbath so they related you know they, but they took it like to a whole nother level they were like if you heal somebody like you're like you're working like you know which is crazy because we do know having faith is works. We do know, you know, that faith without works is dead and we should work. But in this case, like Jesus said, he was like, okay, so, you know, he obviously he knew what they were, their thoughts. And he, he, he was like, I have a question. Does the law permit you to do a good deed on the Sabbath? Or is it a day to do evil? Is it a day to save a life or to destroy it? So with that, it was like, okay, what are you going to say like now, you know? And of course, then he goes and, you know, heals this man's hand and it's restored. And, you know, there was rage in those religious people. And what the Lord gave me with this is, you know, the times that we're living in, you know, now, because these religious people were so caught up in what they had created, which was that religion, which religions still exist today. And they people get so caught up in their religions that they they're ugly. They forget, you know, what Jesus, who Jesus is, what or why God sent his son, you know, that they just get so caught up. That for somebody that doesn't know Christ, all they see is that religion, you know, that custom, that um, strictness. I don't know that just something that's ugly, something that's not attractive because they go so strictly by the book. And it's not by the by the Holy Bible book. It's by a man-made religion. And, you know. We're seeing so many things today. You know, what's wrong is being called right. What's right is being called wrong. And that's what I got from this, you know, because 
Gee, it was right for that man to receive his healing. Jesus went about doing good and a and delivering all who were oppressed. He was doing good works. But these people were so caught up in the law that they had already labeled healing as wrong. Just how they have already labeled, you know, same-sex marriages as being right when they're wrong in the eyes of God. You know, and we know it's wrong because his word tells us it's wrong. The same thing, you know, with other things that we see that, you know, drugs, alcohol, you know, having sex out of marriage, so many things that the world already, oh, yeah, you can smoke weed, it's legal. You know, oh, everybody lives with a person before they get married. Like, they are so caught up in it. It's not a religion because it's, you know, it, or it could be a religion. You know, they do have religions very, I'm sure that I'm not aware of, or religions that maybe are, I don't know. I've never studied those types of religions where you, you on purpose do the, you know, what's not in the word of God. A lot of people do it ignorantly, but there might be people that just do it on purpose. However, um, where I was going with this was, you know, how the world that we live in now, if we stand up for what is right if we do what the Bible says, there's people against us. There's people that are like ready, like like these people when, you know, Jesus did that. They were like in rage and they started, you know, discussing amongst each other. Like, how are we going to like, you know, come against him now? And we see all these people protesting, all these riots. We see so much going on in this world. And it's like. It's a good thing in a sense that, you know, people, God created us to be strong and courageous like he told us to be when he called us to take the land. And that is what we are supposed to do. But we cannot allow the world and their what their ideas are of what's correct now to be louder than us. We need to speak up for the word of God. We need to show the light. We need to shine like Pastor Sandy, you know, taught on her broadcast. We know what God is doing in his people right now is something that is going to cause us to stand out even to a greater level. You know, I know that you have grown. I know that you have testimonies and, you know, there's so many people that their lives are counting on us not quitting on us not giving up on us being bold and you know Jesus's legacy Jesus's sacrifice the blood of Jesus you know that is how we what we live on that is where our faith is that will never get old it will never lose its power and that's what we walk in that is what we walk in daily we should be standing out every day every moment every minute of our lives because we are different we have him in us and we cannot compromise we cannot go with what the world is doing we are here for a reason and, you know, I just I'm so grateful that you're a part of our ministry, that you're that you're on this podcast right now. And if you're not sure, if you don't know, you know, yes, God 
sent his son for you to die for you to so you can experience eternal life and not only that but so you can experience the blessing of God here on earth and that you can lead others to him that you allow him to bless you with Abraham's blessing so that others can you can attract others and they can come to the light that is why we are here so I'm just again so grateful and God has done so many amazing things this year. He's going to continue to do amazing things this month. And I just want to encourage you. I just want to invite you, you know, get plugged in more than more than yesterday. <laughs> because, you know, Matthew 6.33 is real. You can really, you can really have you know, that word that, you know, if you seek the kingdom of God above all else, everything shall be added. All these things shall be added on to you. I'm a test. I'm a witness of this. I can testify to when I laid my life down, when my husband and I laid our lives down for Christ, how our life each year has increased in every area. Our marriage has gone to a different level like our love for each other has grown so much and our children are blessed we have favor everywhere we go it is so real so I want to encourage you once again I want to tell you that we love you at the power of love church young adults we love you we hope to see you at our next hangout at our next service and that you bear the biggest testimony you've ever bear this year in jesus name i want to close with proverbs 5 my son pay attention to my wisdom Listen carefully to my wise counsel, then you will show discernment and your lips will express what you have learned. Thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget, you can always stay up to date with us and even message us on Instagram at YA underscore power of love. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next one.